You put it correctly as, uh, and said the markets were disappointed by that OPEC um, you know, a deal that was struck yesterday. Um, and we're seeing that negativity you know, across the Asian markets because when you look at it, it's all the energy stocks, uh, the energy shares across the region are under a lot of pressure. Uh, in Japan, the negativity there, we've got the stronger yen that's weighing on those exporters. Um, you know, we've got some modest gain in China um, trading pretty much flat. You know, you, I think the winners there, the big advance uh, come from the airline stocks uh, that are currently trading positive. And I think this on the back of the announcement by China uh, that they plan on uh, building an airport um, in, in, next to near uh, Shanghai and, and, and Beijing. So we're seeing some positive uh, sentiment around those uh, airline stocks in China. Uh, in Australia, um, again, negativity there, stocks declining, especially in the uh, energy sector. And the mining counter, I mean, the likes of BHP Billiton, uh, the likes of Rio Tinto, all down uh, 2.1%, 1.3% respectively. So um, it's all the negative picture, and I think um, to do with what transpired uh, with the OPEC meeting yesterday. And, of course, the oil price is continuing to fall after that OPEC deal that disappointed many. Uh, But is there anything more that we should be looking into here? Yeah, I think uh, more that the, uh, the classic example of the uh, in old uh, trading at Dutch, uh, you know, buy the rumor, sell the facts. I mean, we we saw the uh, oil price, you know, pick up um, in, into the meeting. We it was trading positive into the meeting, and immediately after the meeting, uh, we saw a massive sell-off. And I think if you look um, just in terms of the deal, it, it's it's exactly what the market was um, was was expecting. They were talking about uh, the nine months. Ex- extension. They were between uh, six months and nine months. And I think the, that the nine months was already priced in, given the fact that there had been talks. Saudi Arabia was in favor of that. Russia was also in favor of, of, of the nine months extension. So it was no uh, surprise. But I think uh, where perhaps um, the market was deep disappointed as well was uh, the fact that, you know, beyond the nine months, um, they, they don't seem to uh, to have communicated any plans, um, especially the exit plan after the nine months, uh, what would happen. And also, you know, given the fact that we continue to see, you know, the the, the supply, you know, uh, continue, the inventories continue to uh, to rise, especially from the non-OPEC members, um, the shale producers in the U.S. continues to, really, to flood the market uh, with the, with the with, with also, the impression the market is getting is that OPEC members will not really be able to achieve their goals, which is to boost the uh, the prices, you know, above uh, beyond uh, sixty dollars a barrel. Uh, we've come under pressure, I mean, dropping five percent immediately after the announcement, and the pressure continues this morning. So. It's all good news for us, as I guess, um, as South Africa. You know, we, we, we saw the uh, inflation numbers that came out. PPI numbers continues to decline. The CPI also uh, coming back within the 6%, which is good. Um, I think if uh, also it increases the chances, perhaps, of us seeing a rate uh, uh, cut, uh, you know, towards the end of this year. And especially if we continue to see the oil prices, um, you know, decline, um, trading at these sort of levels. That's if we don't get, of course, a negative reaction uh, or some uh, uh, weaknesses on the rent. If we continue to see the rent also being uh, well beat, well beat, currently sitting uh, below the uh, 13 rent, that would be positive. But, of course, there are a number of uh, events, uh, there are a number of negative impacts that might uh, see the rent weaken further. We've got Moody's uh, still you know, expected to, uh, to announce the, uh, the review of South Africa. We've also got some political uh, uh, 
you know, events that could unfold and un, you know, undo the gains that we've kind of seen, uh, which are positive so far. And uh, just a final one, Maudi, looking at what's happening in the UK. So the latest polls showing that Theresa May's Conservative Party are in the lead, but that that lead has now narrowed ahead of the uh, June 8 elections. What sort of impact is that likely to have on the markets? Yes, that's already having an, a very negative impact on the pound. We've seen the pound uh, drop to uh, um, you know being the worst performing currency against the, the dollar. It's now uh, trading below the $1.29 uh, level. And uh, that's immediately, that you know, happened immediately after that announcement. We've seen the polls there uh, showing that uh, the lead by the Conservative Party, um, it's only um, a 5% margin. They're only leading the Labour Party, which is the main opposition, uh, uh, by 5% margin. Initially, in the uh, in the beginning, when uh, a couple of weeks ago, or, or last month, when uh, Theresa May announced the elections um, that uh, will take place next uh, next month on the eighth, um, the her party was leading about twenty five percent. So she was, uh, there was she was very confident, and I think that's why perhaps she made that announcement to say that let the election take place. Um, as soon as possible because she was very confident. But, of course, there are a number of events that, that have taken place in the U.K. Um, to just mention a few, the, uh, the Manchester uh, attack that took place, it makes, you know, I think uh, people a little bit nervous um, about the ruling party, and, and, and that's why we've seen these polls changes. And I think this might impact on the outcome of the elections on the 8th, and that would be very catastrophic for uh, Theresa May because her ambition is that she, you know, she wants to lead and she wants to actually get a majority so that when she begins the negotiations with the EU members, she is uh, you know, in control of those negotiations. Well, Maudi, let's leave it there. Have a fantastic weekend. Maudi Lentswane, Group CEO of Lahumo Investments.